0: Contesting live to the world, now, it's Sheila Zielinski. This is a very sinister Luciferian eugenics plan. These spineless weasels preach what people want to hear. They replace repentance with dreams of the good life. Dying daily, taking up your cross, suffering and sacrificing have been superseded with Name It and Claim It. And as dark as I know it looks out there, the good news is that God is advancing his kingdom. And it's very exciting to be a part of his great commission. It's Sheila Zelinsky. The Sheila Zelensky Show. The only show to give you the truth behind the headlines, prophecy, and the deeper things of God. Now, here is your host, End Time Watchwoman, Sheila Zielinski. Hello, listeners, and welcome to the Sheila Zielinski Show for this Wednesday, June 10th, 2015 edition. I broadcast weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern time right here on Worldwide Christian Radio, and I would like to thank you for tuning into the broadcast tonight, folks. My guest today is acclaimed author, nutritionist, and biochemist, Dr. Ted Brower from healthmasters.com. We're going to get into a lot of stuff today, folks. It's my pleasure to have him back on the program. Ted Brower, welcome back to the show. It's an honor.
1: Sheila, it's my pleasure. It's always great to talk to you. It's always nice to be on with a fellow patriot and somebody who's awake. And you've had such a wonderful audience. I didn't realize how good they are. They started emailing me like crazy, wanting to know how to get in contact with us. And so many emails from your audience.
0: Well, I have the best audience in the world.
1: (laughs) You actually do have a very good audience.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Ted, there's so much to get into here. One of the things that you mentioned briefly when you were on the show the last time, we really didn't get a chance to develop this, but where I want to start off is with this smart grid we're under. It's a huge privacy issue, of course, with all this Big Brother and all this spying and data mining, but it's not as much the Big Brother, although that's staggering enough, but from a biological standpoint, it's being shown now, irrefutably that red blood cells are damaged and they cannot transfer oxygen efficiently when exposed to all this radiation of this electrical smart grid whether it's Wi-Fi or the smart meters or our smartphones or now we've all got these smart appliances and smart meters the adverse biological effects and damage to health from all this Wi-Fi signals and these Wi-Fi enabled devices is a huge health issue and the staggering data you You know, when we're exposed to this electromagnetic fields up to 16 volts, we're getting bathed in this toxic stew here, aren't we?
1: No, we are. Between between the power lines and all these microwaves being projected from all of these cell towers and all of our telephones pushing out these microwaves. uh, It's absolutely incredible how what it does to the body, and what it does to uh, human tissue. I remember years ago I was doing a talk show. I think it was up in Greenland, South Carolina, but I can't remember. It was was one of those areas. We had a guy by the name of Jeff Wicker was the host on the show. I remember his name. He's a really good guy. I don't know if he's on radio or not anymore. And I remember he had a radio studio that was right by a bunch of really high-powered tension lines. You know, like they had just come off the power plant. And I remember they told us like a park behind the studio. Now, it was right close to the power lines. And I thought, well, that's odd. I really don't want to do that. But I I pulled one of the light bulbs out of the motorhome on one of the uh, the, uh, ceiling fixtures. And I actually walked back up under one of the big towers. And I held this thing up in the air and I touched both sides of it. And that light bulb lit up, Sheila. Wow. That's how much electricity was going through my body and through the air. And, you know, of course, we know that Tesla was actually able to transmit electricity without wires. And people don't realize how much of this electromagnetic energy that we're being bombarded with. And the sad part about that is, see, we're a frequency. I mean, all we are is a sound wave anyhow, and so when you start throwing these other sound waves and these microwaves into our bodies, it starts disrupting our cellular structure, it starts disrupting our mitochondria, it starts disrupting our DNA. That's why women need to be so careful not to put iPads, if they're still in the birth years of trying to have babies, especially little girls, they should never play with these Wi-Fi devices and have an iPad or an iPhone in their back pocket or their hip next to their ovaries. And you know, years ago, I remember I was doing these long motorhome trips, and I had to sit there and talk on the, on the cell phone before I was aware of all of this. Gosh, this is like 20 years ago. And I remember you'd hold the cell phone and get hotter and hotter and hotter and hotter. The reason it does that is because the microwave energy that's being released from that cell phone is literally cooking the cell phone. That's why they get so hot when you use them for a wow. long period of time. And when you hold them up to your ear, studies have, shown, have been shown repeatedly that you increase the risks of different types of brain cancer, et cetera. And what women need to realize is that when you're born, you have all the eggs you're ever going to get. I mean, all your eggs have already been given to you by God. You're not getting any more eggs. And when you constantly bombard your ovaries with having a cell phone in your pocket or Wi-Fi in your lap, what ends up happening is you're in a situation where you're causing genetic damage to those eggs, You know, ever so slight, you're still putting all those millijoules of power into your body, and you're constantly bombarding that DNA. Same thing is true with women who have ultrasounds now. The latest study was just released a couple weeks ago out of Japan, and it said you massively increase the different types of diseases with ultrasounds. In fact, I've got a brand new book that will be coming out in about three months, and I'm putting a whole chapter in there just on the dangers of ultrasounds and how bad they are. In fact, the Stanford Child Research Institute, even back in the 80s and 90s, said that when you gave a child... Like more than one ultrasound, you actually massively increase the risks of leukemia for that child. Wow. And for these pregnancies, these women are going to their their doctors and they're getting, because the insurance is paying for it, there's sometimes these women are getting ultrasounds twice a month. Well, let's just see how the baby is doing. Well, how about you just leave the baby alone and stop radiating it? (laughs) How about you stop putting it (laughs) in a microwave?
0: (laughs) Well, and they have these baby monitors just belting this stuff out. And all these young teens, Ted, walking around with these smartphones in their pocket next to their reproductive organs and I don't know if you ever saw this incredible documentary it's called take back your power but it shows people in real time they stand them first 20 feet from a smart meter then they move them in about three meters from a smart meter and the blood cells the red blood cells actually were bursting and people have these things on their children's bedrooms and i mean that's a nightmare because it's proven this stuff as you alluded to wreaks havoc on our dna it breaks up blood cells it fries the brain essentially it you know it goes through the blood brain barrier this isn't a Mary Shelley or a Gene Roddenberry movie, folks. This is a sci-fi come to life. You know, it kind of reeks of depopulation, too, because the nefarious who's who of the global elite have said on record they want a nice, manageable population of about 300 to 500 million, depending on who you talk to. And, hey, the head of the CIA is on record saying, yep, we're going to spy on you through your smart appliances. They're phasing all this stuff out and they're bringing in these new smart grid technologies, smart appliances. I mean, it's just an eclectic mishmash of horror, isn't it?
1: Well, no, it isn't. If you look at Deagle.com, which they pulled the website now, you can't even see it anymore unless you have like a subscription to it. They're, they're projecting a huge population drop in the United States within the next 10 years, whether it's from war or some catastrophic failure of the electrical grid, whether it's from some plague that comes through the United States, who knows? But the thing about it is, is people need to realize this. You know, if you know that you're going to ultrasound your child and you know you're going to damage the DNA, think about this. When you have a cellular differentiation occurring in the very beginning of a child's development inside of utero, that one cell will turn to two, to four, to eight, to 16. You may make a you know, hundred million or a billion cells from the one cell that you destroy. You may affect that child's IQ. You may affect that child's heart, his cardiovascular system. Everything his brain development, everything by ultrasounding that child. And if it's just because you want to know if it's a boy or girl. Whatever. Get a grip. It doesn't matter. It's, 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 I can tell you what it's going to be. It's going to be a boy or a girl. Whereas <laughs> <So I can, laughs> nowadays, if you eat enough and drink enough soy products and estrogens, you can probably have a, <laughs> have a, have a, have a metro boy. But that, you don't particularly, I don't think anybody really wants that.
0: Metro boy. Careful, you might have a transgender.
1: <laughs> oh, God. I, had, I did a show last night in uh, Miami, Fort Lauderdale area. And the guy was talking about how he loves to eat soy. He eats soy all the time, soy all the time. And I just thought, like, well, whatever, man. I'm not going to argue with you. I'm just not going to do another <laughs> show with you. Uh, but, but let me share one other thing that happened to me. Years ago, well, that's about two years ago, we were on a cruise ship with Holland America. This is an interesting story. I found hair in my food three times, which was nice. The uh, toilet backed up like multiple times in the bathroom with the flooding the entire b- b- room that we were in with, with sewage water. But the best part about the whole thing was I had told the girls— they couldn't be playing with the Wi-Fi and the Wii and all these different things that they had up in the kids' section up there. And they decided they were going to let them do it anyhow. I complained and complained and complained. And these people refused to acknowledge that there was any danger associated with Wi-Fi at all. And they completely went against our parental consent as far as what we wanted the kids to do. And that, that was one of the nuttiest. Then, then, on the, then, then we, got, we get through uh, we're, in the, we're on the western part of the Caribbean and we get the Norvo virus on the ship. And we start having projectile vomiting everywhere. And, and like three quarters of the people on the ship got unbelievably sick. The CDC came in and gave the whole ship a code red lockdown. They were pulling people off on stretchers when we got to Fort Lauderdale with ambulances out front. I mean, it was like a nightmare. And, and needless to say, I've not been on another Holland American cruise and, of course, that's also from the Carnival cruise lines. And I just tell folks this. I say, look, if you're going to go on a cruise ship, don't use Carnival or don't use these ships. They have these six ships. Because once you get in a six ship one time, you, know, you can't get off the boat. They take your passport. So, you know, you're kind of stuck there. And so they don't want you getting off unless they get mad at you and throw you off. So just be very, very careful when you put your kids in the daycare or whatever you're doing with the children. Don't allow them to play with Wi-Fi stuff, especially the girls. It's so very, very important.
0: Wow, it sounds like the cruise from hell. Well, you mentioned norvovirus there. Now, this is a very strange story. And of course, just yesterday, a patient with drug-resistant form of tuberculosis was treated in Maryland. All these pestilences now. We just did the big Ebola thing. Now it's the avian flu, the Spanish flu. Now, hey, it's MERS, that Middle (laughs) East Respiratory Syndrome, also termed EMC. It's a positive sense, single-stranded RNA, novel species of beta coronavirus. Like this thing, you know, you got to wonder if these mad scientists are making this stuff up in these sinister, nefarious little black labs. I don't know why every week we're getting pummeled with this stuff.
1: No, I, last year I did a bunch of shows. I probably did a 200 shows just on Ebola. Now, we actually traced it back. Dr. Francis Boyle actually did an interview in which he was talking about the Kinema Laboratories there in Sierra Leone and how with the Biological Weapons Treaty that he helped to write that it was against the law to do these things in the United States now. He felt as though that they were actually doing experimentation on humans back last year trying to determine the efficacy of the Ebola, trying to weaponize it. And it was crazy because now he won't even come on for interviews anymore. I tried to, when I was hosting the Power Hour here the last few months ago, uh, I tried to get him on. And they said he was no longer doing interviews. So somebody must have talked to the boy because, you know, he was a Harvard graduate, Ph.D. He was, you know, one of the top-level globalists at wow. one time. So he must, they must have told him that basically he can't do that if he wants to stay healthy, I guess. Because so many of these guys who are really high up in the agenda of these elite, when they start talking and starting making decisions, start telling, trying to tell other people the truth, uh, they just disappear. And that's like so many of these bankers. They just end up jumping off of buildings all the time. And you kind of wonder why these bankers with three and four kids and have these happy marriages suddenly do a swan dive off a building and there's no witnesses, no notes. And that's, been, that's happened dozens and dozens of times now with these bankers' suicides and deaths. And you kind of wonder why in the world they're doing it. Well, the reason they're doing it is they're covering their tracks. They don't want to be tried for crimes or these bankers start to wake up and they want to start talking too much and they got to get rid of them. And that's, and that's what happens all the time with these elites. See, there's, there's, see back with Hitler... Hitler had the brown shirts, and he, had to, and he had to get rid of them, and they helped him basically take power in Germany, but they became too powerful. And so the Kaiser told him, you know, because the Kaiser was still alive, uh, you know, you've got to come in now, you've got to control these brown shirts. He went in there and they had the Knight of the Long Knives, and he killed hundreds of political dissonants that had opposed him throughout his reign to terror, rise to terror, so to speak. And see, that's what, the, that's what these globalists never understand, that's what the military doesn't understand. One of the first groups of people they kill when they take power, when they really come in and take power, are the people that help them to take power because they know they have the ability to do what they did and they don't want to do it back to them again, if that makes any sense. And so that's the that's whole thing. So we have to kind of look at what's going on and what happened with Nazi Germany because we're basically turning into a corporate-run fascist dictatorship run by a group of oligarchies, including the Bilderberger group, which you are meeting right now. And sadly, we need to understand That unless we take control of the United States, and unless we restore the republic and we get rid of this corporate mess that we're under right now, and all these statutes that they're putting on us that we are forced to obey, whether we are voted on them or not, it's not going to get any better, Sheila. It's going to continue to get worse, and we're going to find ourselves basically not even having a country anymore and being completely enveloped in tyranny, and it's sad.
0: You mentioned the technocratic oligarch, and, you know, you mentioned these trail of dead banksters. They're always uh, suiciding themselves with, you know, eight gunshot wounds to the back of the head because they... Well, well,
1: my my favorite one was a guy who suicided himself with a nail gun. (laughs) (laughs) And, and, you know, and it's crazy. But, you know, but again, it's it like this. It's like, I've, you know, I, I do a lot of shows with Doug Hagman and Dave Hodges. And, and what's interesting, in fact, if you guys are listening on Sunday night, I'll be on with Dave Hodges in the second hour for one hour with him. But what's interesting about all of this is this. When you try to tell the people the truth about the Wi-Fi or you try to tell the people the truth about what they need to eat or about GMOs, either they're going to listen or they're not going to listen. The guy last night, this guy out of Miami, Fort Lauderdale, I did the show with who was a soy boy. He basically told me, he goes, you know, he says, have you really made a difference in helping people in the aggregate? And I told him I have not, though I've sold millions of books and millions of CDs. I've helped a lot of people that I personally know, but the country as a whole is still leading the world when it comes to heart disease, to diabetes and to cancer. And the reason that we the alternative media and we the alternative practitioners cannot go in and make a huge impact is because they won't allow us to. They won't allow us on the big shows to tell the truth. That's what they've been even Dr. Oz is watered down as his messages, even though he's still pro vaccine and everything else. They've still been nailing him. And as soon as he talked about Monsanto and Roundup, they came after him with guns blazing. Because they know who controls the media, the same groups that control the media control these major corporations. It's like when Doug Hagman told me uh, you know, seven or eight months ago now that he had real, real bad blood sugar, and it was around 400, 450, and he was thought about having he was be, he had to be hospitalized. I said, Doug, don't do that. We can change your diet. We can put you on a supplement program, and we did. And now his blood sugar is down around 100, 120, as long as he stays on the protocol. In other words, had he been on my protocol to begin with, he never would have been diagnosed with adult onset diabetes and, and we have an entire program set up for Doug Hagman. If you go to the healthmasters.com website, right on the front page, it says, you know, it says the Hagman blood sugar Protocol and what it does it teaches you how to lower the blood pressure lower the blood cholesterol lower the blood sugar all by Dietary changes and by supplements because that's so important Sheila People need to understand that you need to supplement your diet with high-quality Nutraceuticals every single day because if you don't what's gonna happen You're not going to get the nutrition that you need from the food that you're eating because so many of the crops are no longer Rotated and I include organic crops. They still don't rotate the crops. They still get deficient in the trace minerals.
0: Why is it, Ted, that a, a happy meal is 99 cents and an organic bananas a buck 19? I mean, it just seems like these organic food prices are out of this world expensive, and it's really no wonder that the West is morphed into this ridiculously overweight, out of shape and very unhealthy group of people. You know, the, of course, there's a big debate. Well, they only have to spray one less time and they're doing organic farming. But I really do encourage people to always buy locally and buy organic. And people do find it pricey. What do you say to those people who just, I mean, because really you can't put a price tag on your health. So how do people balance that?
1: Well, you know, it's interesting you asked me that because about two weeks ago, right after I did your show, actually, the following week we went out to an Italian restaurant and it was a little pricey, I thought. And the food we'd eat there once before was really, really good. And this time we went there with a friend of ours, a German friend, his name's Jurgen. And we went over there with him. He owns a company called Yalaha's Baker, which is like an organic German bakery in central Florida, phenomenal food. And what happened is we ate there again, and his wife ordered an octopus to eat. And she had these, this tentacle laying on her plate, and she I mean, <laughs> suction, cups, suction cups and all. And she said, would you like to try the octopus? And I said, I wouldn't touch that thing for anything. I said, I only eat clean foods. I only eat kosher foods. I don't eat pork or shellfish or slimy things like that. Or rat said, just, on a stick. Or rat on a stick. That's right. I said, this thing's just nasty. And, I, and she goes, well, you need to try it. And I said, no, thank you. Well, anyhow, she that night got unbelievably sick. And she was sick for two days puking from the from from the from the octopus. So I'm glad I didn't try it, which I wouldn't have done anyhow. But the next night, we went out to another place called the Columbia Restaurant, which is like a uh, – it's like a – Cuban restaurant and it was, it's a, it's got great tasting food, but they have some white bread there they have they have like Cuban bread That's unbelievably good. So I had a small piece of this Cuban bread Well the next morning I woke up and man I had serious brain fog and that doesn't happen to me very often only when I eat something bad and I told my wife I said honey, I don't feel good. I said I've got terrible brain fog. She goes Ted So do I and she I said, you know, we ate that bread. Well, what people don't understand is this Wheat is now being sprayed with Roundup or glyphosate before it's harvested. And so the wheat itself doesn't have some kind of protective barrier around it like a force field like on the Starship Enterprise. Uh, What wheat does, it absorbs the Roundup, the glyphosate. Then it gets ground up and either made into whole wheat or white bread or whatever it is. It ends up becoming poisoned with glyphosate, which is the Roundup pesticide or the herbicide, which is also a liver poison. And so the sad part about this is when you eat bread out now that's not organic, you end up in a a situation where you're actually putting glyphosate in your body. And we were sick. I mean, mentally acute mental acuity was down for almost an entire week, Sheila. And I told my wife, I said, you know, I'm just not interested in doing that again. I said, I felt so rotten for a week. I said, I'm glad I didn't have any major show schedule that week because my mental acuity wasn't up. I was forgetful. I couldn't think. I had this brain fog. And so what I tell people is this. Organic foods cost more. There's no doubt about that. They probably don't need to cost more. But the benefit to your health is worth the extra money. Now, if you're not going to eat organic, try to at least get non-GMO and make sure you never eat anything with soy or corn in it ever. And here's why. All corn crops contain that pesticide product they put into the corn they've they, they've been they've been, they basically manipulated the corn So does the soy and all of them are roundup ready and they get sprayed with so many pesticides now still and so much Chemicals now and, and glyphosate now that all soy and all corn products are toxic period so if anything contains corn or soy Simply don't put it in your body because it's not healthy Sheila So if you're gonna not eat organic, there are a few things you don't want to eat. Don't eat soy products Don't eat corn products And don't drink milk at all if you're not going to buy it organic. I recommend you get raw certified organic goat's milk. That's the best alternative as far as calcium, et cetera. Plus, make sure you take a really good magnesium supplement topically every day. If you go to the healthmasters.com website, we've got a whole magnesium protocol. We have a magnesium deodorant that works so well, it's unbelievable. It doesn't have the aluminum in it. And it's one of the best, deod- in fact, it is the best natural deodorant I've ever used. And it, we also have the magnesium ointments, and we also have the magnesium foot soaks. And what this does, it contains magnesium chloride, and the magnesium chloride absorbs transdermally. It's one of the only minerals that can do that efficiently because your body needs so much of it. You need a lot more magnesium than you do calcium. Uh, so many people are taking mag- calcium-magnesium supplements, and they should never do that. Because the calcium, particularly in men, massively increases the risks of atherosclerotic plaquing, heart disease, and hardening of the arteries. In fact, the calcium phosphate that is used in almost every single product, it's a magnesium product with CalMag, it's one of the worst products you can put into your body because it basically turns your arteries to stone. And you you don't want to do that. You don't put this stuff in your bodies at all. Then you'll have to be going to a chelation doctor to have chelation to clean out the arteries. Doctors have actually cut their hands, their gloves When doing bypass surgery, because the arteries have become so brittle and turned to stone, ossified on the inside, that you don't need that. That's why I always drink distilled water, because it doesn't have the inorganic calcium in it. But the magnesium is absolutely critical. So every morning I get up, when I get out of bed, I have my two purple sticks. I always start my morning off with purple sticks. I do the per, which is like a green tea extract with a bunch of B vitamins in it. I take two of those in a big 22 ounce glass of water, and then I sit there and I put my feet in this hot tub, basically what it is. It's like a, a foot soaking machine. And I have the, I've got the magnesium chloride and I do that for an hour. And since I started doing that, my energy in the gym has gone through the roof, Sheila. The bone spur that I was had that I developed over the years, my left shoulder is completely gone because I can sleep on my left side again at night, which I couldn't do. Because remember, I'll be 60 years old in a couple of months. I'm not some young little chicken running around. And so I feel so good my energy's gone through the roof and my testosterone's gone through the roof I'm getting much stronger in the gym and my libido's gone back through the roof and I'm like wow one product One product did that so if you're only going to take a few things Here's what you need to take as far as supplements You need to do the topical magnesium, it's cheap. It's very inexpensive to do that. Number two, you've got to take potassium iodide every single day at least 13.5 milligrams. That's super important for your immune system and it almost completely eliminates the risks of breast cancer. Number three, vitamin D as in dog three combined with K2 because that'll help prevent the calcification of the arteries again by the vitamin D. That's very important. You take those supplements every single day. Then you need a good multiple. We use the ultimate multiple product that I developed. It's phenomenal. And you need a good fish oil product, like a cod liver oil product, a borage oil product for the omegas. And if you really want to boost your energy some, take some extra methylated B vitamins and some vitamin C every day. That's really important. And if if you'll just do that, that's like seven or eight different supplements, you'll have a really, really good protocol to follow that you're going to stay really healthy on for the rest of your life. You don't have to eat 100 vitamins a day. I mean good grief you can do that if you want but that's a lot of money it gets really really expensive and quite frankly I get tired of swallowing pills all the time
0: Yeah the thing is here nowadays Ted you have things here that no one's ever heard of. I mean, everyone and their dog now has gluten allergies. You never heard of that years ago. Nowadays, every kid is diagnosed with OCD, ADHD, ADD. I don't know what's going on with our depleted soils and the bovine hormone in the milk and all these hormones in the milk and meat. Well, now almond milk is said to have barely any almonds, but instead it has a ton of nasty chemicals. And, you know, years ago they used to have this little... I think every kid in school saw this in the 80s. It was like a little chart, you know, get your eggs, get your bread. I mean, now that's a walking death chart. So this is good for you. No, that's bad. Dr. Oz was on this kick of coral calcium. And then people were saying, you know, I'm not touching anything because of Fukushima. You don't want to eat chicken because of the bird flu. You can't eat fish because of Fukushima. Mad cow, swine flu, bird flu. This is kind of a morphology of terror here. All these nightmarish frankenfoods. How do we even know what to eat anymore, Ted?
1: Oh. I, I wrote a book a year and a half ago. I've got a new book coming out in another six months, and it's called Break, uh, Breakthrough Health. It's available at the BodyByTed.com website or the Health Masters website. And it has 45 chapters, and it takes you through the minefield. But men should never, ever put calcium in their bodies, period. Supplemental calcium should never be used. Women should only use it in moderation if they absolutely have to. Uh, they should, uh, men should never use Viagra or Cialis. Uh, if you go to the BodyByTed.com website, we have a product. there called HGH Stimulate, which is a product that uses citrulline and folate, and it actually elevates nitric oxide levels in the blood naturally, and it also stimulates the, the, human, the human growth hormone release from the pituitary gland. Plus, it massively increases libido in men, I mean, just almost instantaneously. And so it's a great product. It's called HGH Stimulate. And that's what I tell guys. You know, You have to realize if you've got a problem with your health, and you start taking drugs to treat the problem, you may or may not be treating the problem. You may be just treating the symptom. And that's what nobody understands. If you've got a headache, you don't have a deficiency of aspirin in your body or Tylenol in your body. Aspirin has been shown to cause massive gastric bleeding. Tylenol has been shown to destroy the liver and is one of the primary causes of liver failure in the United States, if not the primary cause. So you have all these poisons. You get a headache, you start popping Tylenol, or you stop popping aspirin. Well, you're not treating the problem. You may have a brain tumor. You may have a blood sugar imbalance. You may not have drunk enough water that day. You may have had something else going on as far as you may have struck your head or overexercised in the gym, which would have caused a headache. You're going to be a whole bunch of different things. What you don't have is this. You don't have a deficiency of aspirin or Tylenol. You don't have that. Tylenol is the most I, – I won't even – that stuff is so poisonous, Sheila. It's right up there with statin drugs to me. Nobody should ever put Tylenol in their body. Years ago – I was talking to a guy on a cruise ship, and whose kid was taking ibuprofen all the time, and he was a. This kid was in his early 20s. Kid wasn't all there. He was. He could tell. He, was, he could tell he had been a doper when he was younger. And I tried to talk to him because he was a rock climber. Nice kid. And uh, I ended up talking to him. And you know, when he came up to the room, and we talked to him in the room, and, and his brother was with him, and we're you know chilling out. and I'm giving him books and all that stuff, and giving him information on what to take. And finally, he tells me he likes to take ibuprofen when he rock climbs because it makes his fingertips all go numb. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, I, and I told him, I said, well, you know it's one of the primary causes of kidney failure. And he goes, no, I didn't know that, man. It just makes my fingertips go numb, so I like to use it. And I'm like, well, think about this. If something's making your fingertips go numb, it can't be good for you. Why don't you just you know, get used to climbing without numb fingertips? <laughs> and, but no, I mean, crazy stuff like that, Sheila. And so the truth is, I can help people who are willing to help themselves. If a person reads one of my books or gets one of our self-home study programs or whatever, and they go through it, they start making the choice for their families. If they get my wife's book, Train Up Your Children on the Way They Should Eat, and they learn how to feed kids to have healthy kids, we can make a change in their life for the better. But the problem is, is like the guy told me last night out of that show in Fort Lauderdale, have you really made a difference globally? I told him, I can't say that I have. I mean, I've helped millions of people. But there's 300 million people in the United States right now. Now, Deagle.com says it's going to drop down by over 100 million in the next few years. And they're not saying why. But the reality is this. You know, we're leading the world when it comes to heart disease, to diabetes, and to cancer. The leading cause of death in children, other than accidents, is cancer. We have the highest infant death rate of any industrialized nation. Now, I'm I'm going to give you another statistic one time. I'm going to share this with you, too. You know, they're always telling us that we live longer in the United States now than we do in any other country in the world or than we ever have in the United States. Now, I'm going to say some few things that may may step on a few toes here because I've done the math on this and I'm right about this. What they don't talk about is this. We have the highest infant death rate of any industrialized nation, okay? We also have a huge, huge, huge abortion rate. You know, 60 million or so children have been aborted. So we know that a large percentage of the children that would have been born, would have died very young because of our high infant death rate. Now, when a child is born and he dies very young before he's at the age of one, when you calculate that into the death rate of the entire country, what ends up happening is it skews the entire life expectancy down. You know, zero plus 100 divided by two is 50. So instead of living 100 years, you live 50 years. And so what ends up happening is you have millions and millions of children that would have died before they were a year old from the 60 million Probably who have have the death rates now right. it may not be that high, but it would be in, it would be in the hundreds of thousands. So the problem with that is those numbers never get put into the statistics for longevity. So if you if you keep so basically here's what it is: if you keep killing the children and some of them die, then the population seems to be getting older. <laughs> but the reality is you've skewed the numbers statistically. And the sad part about all of this is this. I'm not even getting into the abortion debate right now. That's not what we're doing here. I'm just saying that the numbers that we're being given, that we're living longer and being healthier in the United States is complete hogwash. Right now they're saying at the age of 70, within 10 years, the age of, people, right now at the age of 60, by the age of 70, almost the entire population at the age of 70 is going to have adult onset diabetes. Almost everybody. In addition to that, look at senile dementia. It's going through the roof because of all the aluminum deodorants. That's why I like that deodorant so much that we developed because they have aluminum in it because of all the aluminum spray they're putting in and the barium spray they're putting in with the chemtrails. I mean, Sheila, if they're destroying our IQ levels by making us and forcing us to aspirate the aluminum, these, these tiny, tiny molecules they are ingesting us, we won't even know that we're getting losing IQ points. We won't even understand it. All of a sudden, we'll start stop remembering things. We'll just think it's based on age. And that could be because we're being poisoned by the aluminum from these chemtrails. And so the sad part about all of this is that the United States needs to wake up. They need to get the heck away from their stupid TV sets. They need to stop getting put into their alpha brainwave states. And they need to realize that this Jade Helm thing can be a big nightmare if we're not careful. Most people, you ask them if they, what they think about Jade Helm, Sheila, and I'm talking 90% of the population. They don't even know what you're talking about. They're like, you ask them about chemtrails. Or, or you call it stratospheric global climate engineering. They go, well, I have no idea what that is, man. Uh, uh, you, have, you, have, you got a cigarette, man? Okay, man, you would buy me a beer. And I'm like, dude, I don't drink beer. I don't smoke cigarettes. Well, well why not, man? What, what, do you think, what do you think about the bucks of the, uh, the football game and the, and the, and the Tampa Bay yeah. Light? And, player? And, and, and I'm like, God, dude, stop it and wake up. What the heck's wrong with you? I said, don't you understand that the United States is sliding into tyranny? We're leading the world when it comes to heart disease, diabetes, and cancer. And then we got one in 58 kids now with autism. Uh, uh, Yeah, man, that's good, man. But, man, I I need a cigarette. I'll I'll see you later, man. And that's that's how they act, Sheila.
0: They're so dumbed down, and they're in this dystopic trance, and they're walking around just completely in a stupor and you know one of the stunning things i mean with chemtrails this geo and engineering spraying this particle matter in the air of course you've seen that document what in the world are they spraying but people go in and do this live blood analysis ted and i mean they're off the charts barium aluminum as you mentioned and it does cause a lot of adverse side effects and you know one of the stunning things is occasionally when i'm channel surfing i will see this barrage of drug commercials one after the other call your doctor if you have trouble breathing swelling of the throat, abnormal heart rhythm, confusion coughing, excessive thirst, fast heartbeat, I mean really call your doctor if you experience blindness I had to laugh, I thought how do you dial your doctor when you're blind but I mean it's just a nightmare What these drug companies and then of course who's the kingpin at the top of the pyramid on the drug companies is good old David Rockefeller good old Bilderberg member, now you mentioned Bilderberg, of course they're meeting here at a remote mount resort in Austria, and during last year's Bilderberg meeting in Copenhagen, there was what, 120 elite, a mishmash of the who's who of the globalists, and they were talking about the TPP, and I think of these trade treaties, and I think of them going after our alternative healthcare, this Codex Elementarius, I mean, people have got to wake up with this.
1: No, I have a friend of mine, in fact, one of my cousins in Germany, his name is Fritz Brower. And he's still on the family farm that we've had on the family for like 400 years. since the 1600s. And he had some prostate issues a few years ago And I was in Germany, and I had some special prostate stuff that we have all the time. I always carry different stuff, supplements with me. My bi-prostate does great. And uh, he said, can I try some of those? I said, sure, just take the bottle. I'm, I don't need them. And so he calls me up, and he goes, man, can you send me some more of that? This stuff worked great for me. And I said, sure. And so I sent him like four bottles, and it all got stopped because of codas elementus taped elementarius. It got stopped going in to Germany. Wow. And it was a banned substance, according to the United, because of, because of the, uh, the treaties that the uh, German country had signed now being part of the European Union. And it said, right, it came back to me, it says, banned product, European Union, not allowed inside of the European Union. And I thought to myself, you know, this is nuts. You know, basically it was, a, it was a prostate supplement that really helps get rid of prostate hypertrophy. It helps to shrink the prostate back down so you can urinate at night or, or you can urinate in a solid stream and not have to get up in the middle of the night. And so the, it's just sad because, you know, I couldn't even send it to Fritz. The next the next, the following year, when I went back over there, I brought him a whole bunch of them and let him, just gave them to him. I, you know, I brought them in my suitcase. And I thought to myself, how stupid is this? I can bring it in in the suitcase, but I can't mail it to him. I mean, It's a complete nonsense. And the sad part about this is it's not getting any different. It's getting worse and worse and worse and worse. And we're going to eventually be in the stranglehold, this George Orwellian nightmare that we've allowed to be created around us. And it all started with the Rothschild, that satanic Rothschild. And I'm, when I say satanic, I'm not making a, I'm, this is not a joke about that. These guys really do worship Lucifer. That's what they're called. They call themselves Luciferians. They really believe that Lucifer was the good guy and God was the bad guy. In fact, it was interesting. A few years ago, I watched this video. I think I don't know if I talked about it on the last show I was on with you or not. It was with Brad Metzler, Decoded.
0: Oh, called- yeah. That guy's an idiot.
1: But, but did you see the show he did on the Spear of Destiny?
0: That one and, was a good show.
1: And the, that's, well, that's the only one I would promote. But, you know, the last five minutes, they, the guy, this global elite bodyguard says, you know, what you don't understand is that these guys think that Lucifer is the good guy. He's saying this right on the show. He goes, and they believe that our God is the bad guy. And they believe that they're going to be bringing in and rebuild the temple and they're going to bring their guy into the Holy of Holies and they're going to cut him with the spear of destiny and he's going to become the Antichrist and rule the planet. And they really believe that and they're willing to die for this. And they're saying this on the History Channel with Brad Metzler. Now, most of the time, Brad Metzler doesn't do much for me. He's kind of a guy. The show's kind of awful. But if you guys want to watch that, it's called Brad Metzler, The, the Spear of Destiny, and watch it. And make sure you watch the last 10 minutes of the show. And you will be shocked at what you hear on mainstream TV. And see, this is what's really going on under the, under the curtains of the, of the New World Order. This is who's behind the curtains pulling the valves and pushing the buttons. It's these Luciferians and their child sex slave rings. And their pedophilia nonsense. A few weeks ago, I was doing a show with um, another show, and this whole issue of gay rights came up. And I said, "Look, I said here's the thing. I don't care what gays do. I just leave me out of their loop. But I care a lot about what pedophiles do because I've got children." Now, there's no slack for me with pedophilia. Those guys, need to all be taken and put in prison. And when they go into prison and they're put in there for pedophilia, most of the time they get killed by the inmates because the inmates have no respect for these guys either. And so the sad part about this is, is that we've got a total global agenda that's based upon corporate greed, upon incest and lust and pedophilia and satanic sacrifice that's basically encompassed the entire planet and sadly the vast majority of the population doesn't even know what a chemtrail is much less all the rest of this. And so many people in the United States claim to be Christians but they fail to realize that when you read the book of Revelation, Sheila, the book of Revelation is not happy happy. It is not something that we're going to be looking forward to. And so I personally believe that we're already in the book of Revelation. I believe the seals are already starting to break. I believe that's one of the reasons the entire Pacific Ocean has been poisoned now with Fukushima and that all this stuff starting to die and being floating up on the shores in California. I believe that we have already broken the first seal in the book of Revelation, and I believe the return of Jesus Christ is imminent. I'm talking within our lifetimes.
0: Yes, I agree. We are deep in the end times. Prophecy is exploding in the world right now before our eyes. And as things ramp up, people are more sick and more perverted and twisted than ever. You mentioned pedophilia. Brandon Tuberville successfully linked proven British pedophile Jimmy Saville to Prince Charles, elite pedophilia is a common theme in the underbelly of the New World Order, this disgusting royal family, all these inbred hucksters, and it is shockingly widespread, and it goes all the way to the highest levels, Ted, involving the royals, the pope, the who's who of the globalists, this massive global sex trafficking ring involving the recent scandal of pimps like billionaire Jeffrey Epstein and those who use as child sex slaves like Slick Willie Clinton and disgusting prince andrew the reality is that many perpetrators of pedophilia are not they're not shady men in trench coats living in seedy rundown hotels they're in fact gracing the highest levels of the global elite and it is a sick twisted satanic cabal straight from the bells of hell
1: no but it's true i mean the sad part about this is i mean david ike you know i don't agree with everything he says but i like a lot of what david does say he basically has come out and, and called the royal family a bunch of perverts many, many, many years ago, along with Jerry Savell. And now everything he said has come to be true as far as all of that. I believe the royal family – I believe that England indirectly has played a a major role in the United States ever since the War of 1812. And I know Lyndon LaRouche says the same thing, and I think he's right on this. I don't agree with everything Lyndon says, but I'm pretty sure he's right about this. I think the Bank of England, I think the higher-ups in the Vatican, the Jesuits, and I also believe that the Rothschild Banking Cartel, I think those are pretty much the head of the snake, and they all kind of have turned into this Luciferian organization – in which they're going out now and they're doing these things on purpose to try to bring in a new world order and a one world religion in which they're going to have all of us worship Lucifer. Because remember, Lucifer always wants to turn God's order upside down. He always wants to destroy what God did. And that's what he wants his minions to do. And if he can't reproduce what God did, he'd just soon destroy it. If he can't reproduce a human soul, he'd just destroy all of us. And now they're going to the transhumanism in which they want to live forever inside of a computer and have their thoughts downloaded into the computer. And that way they can bypass death, they think, and they can bypass the loss of their soul and basically going into a place of judgment. And that's what they're trying to do now with all these computer systems they're putting together. That's why that one movie that Johnny Depp did a few years ago. And that's, that's what they're trying to do. And they're, see, if you, if you listen to what they say they're going to do, they'll look, they'll tell you through Hollywood what they're planning. That's that karma they have to do with their white magic stuff that they do all that nonsense with that sorcery they do. They've got to tell you what they got, what they're going to do to you before they do it. Otherwise, the karma on the other side is so bad for them they simply can't. They don't want to deal with it, so they're always telling you in advance. I watched that one movie with George Clooney, that one movie called The Tomorrowland, it's just a bunch of new age nonsense. Towards the end of the movie, they had these, they 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 were transhumans. They were they were like machine. They were they were like artificial intelligent people that didn't age, that were all perfect, and they were running in this this utopia, and they were basically in this different dimension, and they were trying to help the people on the planet to ascend to their level on Earth, and finally they couldn't get the people to ascend, so they decided just to put all this negative energy and frequency into into the Earth so that the Earth would destroy itself so they wouldn't have to think about the Earth anymore. I mean, the craziest thing you ever see. But see, that's, and they were talking about Tesla. They were talking about all the different theories and all the multiple universes and dimensions. Nuttiest thing. But here they are. They're telling you what they're doing. They're saying they're pulling the strings from the other dimensions and that they're basically affecting the Earth by what they're doing and what they're putting into our planet. So they're telling you right there what they're doing and what they're planning on doing with the planet. But the problem is, if you don't understand these subtle messages, you don't get it. That's the problem, and all the symbolism they use in Hollywood now, and the stuff that Madonna has done, and Katy Perry has done, and how they've gone in now, and they're completely worshiping Baphomet, and, you know, which symbolizes Lucifer. And the sad part about all of this stuff is that these people actually do get power from, from Satan. They really do, because he controls the lower dimensions, because he was cast down to earth. But the sad part about it is, they don't get it that God still controls the entire thing, and if they don't learn... How to be obedient and learn to love God, that when they die, this lie that Lucifer told them is not going to come to fruition. If you read, if you read Isaiah chapter 15, they're basically laying down in hell, all these rulers of the planet, and they're all bent out of shape because they're in chains and they're, you know, they're in this place of torment, and all of a sudden they're waiting on Lucifer to come and free them. All of a sudden he shows up in a bunch of chains and they, and they said, wait a minute, what are you doing here? You were supposed to free us from this place, and now you're down here with us. See, that's the problem with the lies. But the biggest problem, Sheila, is that the truth has come into the world, but the world has preferred the darkness. And see, when we try to tell the people the truth about GMOs or about immunizations or about autism or about glyphosate or about thimerosal, statin drugs... Tricyclic antidepressants, and the list goes on and on. All of these different drugs, some of them make you commit suicide. You say, "Look, you probably don't want to do that drug. That's a suicide drug. It doesn't prevent suicide; it causes suicide." Uh, well, my doctor would have told me that. And I said, "No, he wouldn't. If he's probably getting a kickback from the doggone manufacturers for writing this pres- prescription for it." And I said, "So the sad part about it is, you don't understand what you're doing to you and to your family by taking these drugs." Well, I don't care, man. I'm I'm good as long as Medicare is paying for it. Medicare, my insurance is paying for it, man. I'm good. And, and by the way, you know, Obama said we could we could keep our health care plan and our prices would go down. Okay, how'd that work out for everybody, Sheila? I had a friend of mine call me up yesterday. He said his insurance, he had a catastrophic policy for him and his family. It was two hundred dollars a month. They raised it to six hundred dollars a month with no notice. They tripled his premium. Yeah. And they raise his deductible to 15000
0: Yeah, Obamacare at its finest. Obamacare is very insidious. he even talks about RFID. You know, That's if right. it's not them trying to chip us and this Mark of the Beast technology, if it's not CERN trying to unleash the spirits of the ages, you've That's got right. this, as you said, intense cross-pollination between the biotech, nanotech, fusing robots with humans, frequencies of the DNA. I mean, when you've got geoengineering, chemtrails, nanotech, biotech, Morguland's disease now that's changing the DNA through parasites that look like fibers and they disperse these nanoparticulates, you know, these absolute nightmarish, when you look at DARPA and some of their augmenting projects and you've got all this directed energy weapons and terraforming the planet and transhumanism and quantum, artificial intelligence. Intelligence. I mean, this is just this is a sci-fi, isn't it? <laughs>
1: it's like a, it's like a sci-fi nightmare. The problem, <laughs> let's 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 step up. Let's look at Morgellons disease for just a second. Morgellons disease is interesting because, like you said, these fibers are coming out of your body. People start having uncontrollable itching. But here's what nobody understands. These fibers, they cannot isolate them. They don't have any idea what they are. They're not from this planet, okay? They're some alien thing, technology that's going on. And what's interesting about that, if you hit them with a specific frequency from space or radio frequency, a certain frequency, what they start doing is growing in the body and transforming you. That's what nobody gets. This whole thing and all this more gel and stuff, that's all coming from the chemtrails. We know that. And, and the sad part about it is, what, what, so the whole thing about this, you know, when, when Hitler and the boys decided to contact these, these, these fallen angels and decided to start getting all this advanced technology from them, and then this stuff happened in Roswell, and all of this stuff happened, and all of these different things are going on, like, you know, Colonel Corso wrote that book, The Day After Roswell, which everybody needs to read. Uh, that's Colonel Corso, The Day After Roswell. Everybody needs to read that book. It should be required reading for anybody who wants to be awake. With all of these other countries now talking and openly talking about these UFO sightings, the United States still denying them, which is complete nonsense, and all the advanced technology that we've gotten from these fallen angels flying around in these spaceships, I guess. In fact, I asked Chuck Missler one time, because, you know, in the Old Testament, we're always about the, you know, well, angels fly around with wings, but that really doesn't exist in the Old Testament. But, you know, I asked him one time, we were sitting having lunch, and I said to Chuck I said, real quick question. You think that the fallen angels have come back in spaceships? And he goes, "Well, yeah, I do." And I said, "Why does an angel need a spaceship? You know, kind of like why does God need a starship, right? Off that old Starship movie." And he goes, he started laughing. He goes, "Ted, why do we think we can tell the angels how they're supposed to travel?" Well, <laughs> I never, I never really thought about that, Chuck. He goes, well, he goes, he goes this ridiculous. He says, the Bible's not really clear about all that stuff, so why do we think we need to tell them? Because we have a preconceived idea how angels are supposed to get around, these interdimensional beings. He goes, obviously, they have to have a mode of transportation. Obviously, they're not God. And I said, well, I really haven't thought about that, Chuck. I guess you're Right. And so that's the whole thing of this interdimensional travel, the CERN, like you said, opening up the gates of hell, the Morgellons disease turning us into who knows what, the uh, Wi-Fi changing our DNA, the, the, all the stuff that's happening with epigenetics now and how we know that when we eat genetically modified foods, how our DNA changes and that changed DNA is transferred into the next generation I mean, we see that all when we had that, that simian 60 vaccine from the from the monkey cancer cell virus that was given us back in the 60s, and now we find out that this stuff is being transferred via epigenetics into the next generation, and these folks are coming down with brain, breast, and bone cancer, and they test positive for the simian cancer virus, and they were never given it.
0: Well, that I mean, rhesus monkey was sacred to the Hindus, and now they've got, I was thinking as you were talking, rhesus monkeys, sacred to Hindus, right back to Shiva the Destroyer, right back to CERN, you know, it's like there's a diabolical attempt to genetically engineer chimera hybrids, part human, part animals, China creating the first genetically engineered embryo. The insidious part of this, Ted, is you got these mad scientists creating these animal-human chimeras, like from that movie Splice. You know, I often wonder if Charles Darwin, of course, we know he died in 1882, and I often wondered if he had been around in about April of 53 when Watson and Crick presented their paper on the structure of the DNA helix. I wonder if the good old Origin of Species guru might have changed his tune. But here's the thing, they're always... Controlling the narrative to make it seem like it's just business as usual—nothing to see here, folks.
1: <laughs> it reminds me of that, that that movie with Star Wars when they when the Jedi come in there and they, they they're trying to look for the the princess or whatever and the guys nothing here and move along <laughs> and the weak willed one. so they just they say okay there's nothing here and move along but you're right once they control the narrative through symbology. And through the words, through their people like Brian Williams who end up getting himself getting himself crucified because he was lying. Uh, what ends up happening is once they lose control of the narrative, then the country will reach a tipping point. And if we reach a tipping point, we can get our country back. That's what happened with the with the British Revolution. They lost control of the narrative because the newspapers took control. Right now, we got a bunch of panty-waist preachers sitting in the pulpit who all have lace on their underwear, who refuse to stand up for the truth, or who turn their they're, they're churches and the corporations for profit. even though know, They're the 5013C corps who fly around in their private jets and have their big, huge churches. And I know a bunch of these guys. They're, I only know a couple of them. They're actually who they say they are. One of the most pure ones that I know, the only, actually the only one really true pure one I know, is Rodney Howard Brown. And we're meeting with him for the convention in, in, in D.C. in July. I hope your listeners are going to make it to that. It'll be like the, like the 4th of July to the 11th of July. We're going up there for a week. But the, but the point is, is that, you know, the vast majority of the preachers, they're too concerned about losing their 5013 status, losing all the money they've accrued in their accounts. And I, I remember one time there was on a national Christian talk show and the, the head of the network came out he was so drunk, Sheila, he was staggering. You know, he was also a known homosexual and uh, his wife has also got some serious, serious problems. She's, she's a complete and total lush and, uh, and completely loose as far as her sexual character and, and, I, and I, you, you read all this stuff about these guys and you see them you know, and they, then they show up drunk and you're like, wow, I guess all that stuff I read's probably true. And, and, you, and you sit back and you go, God, you know, where's the justice in all of this? I mean, why do these people seem to prosper and do well, but yet they've led so many people astray? There's a really good book that all your listeners need to buy and it's an expose on a certain TV evangelist that's filthy, filthy dirty. And it's written by a guy by the name of Trey Smith, who used to work for this guy. And the name of the book is called Thieves, T-H-I-E-V-E-S, Thieves. And it talks about the seedy underbelly of the world of televangelism and several of the key players. In fact, one of the primary players is fully exposed in this thing. And it's 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 sad, Sheila. If you read this book, it's about a it's about a four-hour read. It'll it'll just absolutely just make you never want to send money to a TV evangelist again. Well, and, they're just
0: us, and, and this little Lakewood lucre himself, okay. little howdy doody there. And then you got Creflo Dollar Bill. He bought his $70 million plane this week so we can celebrate that every day is a Friday, Ted.
1: Did, did he actually buy that plane? Because I know he was talking about it. You know, he, he play-
0: raised enough funds to buy it now. So uh, <laughs> half of his congregation is standing at a bus stop. They can't afford vehicles for themselves, but hey, they can sew into the $70 million Creflo dollar bill jet fund. That's disgusting to me.
1: Well, no, the whole thing about any of that is this. Okay, I got it. He may be doing a lot of traveling and speaking. I don't have a problem having a plane, but you can buy a really nice jet now Use one for about a million dollars, not 70 million dollars. And then the sad part about it is the other 69 million dollars could have been used to feed the homeless, to buy other things for other ministries that are struggling. I mean, you know, you don't need to lavish that kind of lifestyle on yourself if that's what you want to be. And I apologize for those of you who are name it, claim it, blab it, grab it, folks, because I believe in the blessings of God. I really do. I really believe that God will honor it. In fact, I put a tape series together a few years ago. It's a CD series. Uh, it's called Maximum Success, How to Live Disease-Free, Debt-Free, and Worry-Free. And it's a three-dimensional lifestyle approach on managing finances and, and, and doing well for retirement, all the different things that you need to learn. And so I believe that it's, it's a principle. And I'm have like i going by memory now, I think there was 37 success secrets and like 28 failure reasons and I go into detail on what causes failure in so many people financially, spiritually, emotionally, physically, and how they can correct all of those different problems. But I also tell them what the, the secrets are of doing it. And one of the things I say in there, and please don't get everybody get mad at me now at once, start yelling at me, send me nasty emails, is this. If you really want to know why you're not being blessed, run your Beacon score. Find out what your credit rating is. Find out how many people you haven't paid your money back to that you loan money from. Find out how many times a person's gone bankrupt. Find out how many outstanding creditors a person has and who they owe money to. They never borrowed it. Talk to your friends that you've borrowed money to that they don't want to talk to anymore because you haven't paid the money back. Those are the reasons that people don't get blessed. I know years ago I had a, a nationally known uh, seminar guy. I won't mention his name because he's a very low character guy, but he said something. He said one thing that was right because I was on the circuit with these guys for many, many years. He said, success leaves clues and so does failure. And so what you have to do is you have to look at both. Why a person's successful, but you also have to look at why people have not become successful. And you'll look and find out why it is. For instance, God wants to bless you because you're his child. Okay, He wants to do that. But it's kind of like you've got this big vault that has like 20 combination tumbler. And you only have 17 of the combinations. And the other ones are just astronomically high as far as trying to figure out how to get this, this vault to open up. And see, one of the tumblers that you may not have is just how about you just pay your bills on time? How about you don't borrow money to impress people that you don't know with things that you don't need? How about that? How about we start thinking about that just maybe we're confusing prosperity with debt? How about that? How about just maybe you don't need to have this huge house that you can't make the payments for every month with all the maintenance that's associated with large homes? See, that's what people need to do, Sheila. They need to look back at themselves and examine themselves and figure out, do I really need a G6 or G7 or a $70 million plane? Do I really need to do that? And I think the year, I think the the, the day of this hypertele evangelist that has all these fancy aircraft, I think that's over with. I think people, I think people have actually had enough of that. Because sooner or later, a lot of these guys end up falling, and you start realizing what kind of lifestyle they really did have to begin with. And I'm not saying that a Krepflow Dollar or anybody else, but I've seen it too many times, and I've been on too many shows, too many TV shows for people that have fallen, who've gone into sin, who've gone the wrong directions, who claim to be Christians. And see, here's what I always tell my kids: Your actions speak a lot louder than your words speak. And another term, and in German, my mom used to always say this to me because, you know, she spoke German. She was from Germany. She used to always say, Papier ist geduldig, which means paper is meaningless as far as what you say on paper. And see, that's what I tell my children. I say, it doesn't matter what you write on a note or on a paper, on an essay. It doesn't mean anything. What matters is how you live your life. And if you do what's right in God's eyes, that's the most important thing, Sheila.
0: Well, the word blessed, I think Ted's been hijacked to fit neatly into our Western culture, creating some kind of cosmic lottery and in all this mantra of created to be a winner they don't ever talk about taking up their cross daily or godly sorrow or dying to self nor in scripture ted are we promise worldly ease in return for our pledge of faith on the contrary most of the devout saints from the early church they died penniless of the one-way ticket to prison or death by torture so i think it's just important that people realize yes god wants us to be blessed but if you want a good definition of blessing go read Matthew 5, 1 through 12. Jesus spells it out. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So I think it's just really sad because the prosperity is a sham, isn't
1: it? Well, you know, like I said, I believe that God wants us blessed, but the reality is this. God's not a vending machine. He's not that. And so the biggest thing we have in this country is we've lost the fear of God. You know, we've killed 60 million children through abortion. You know, the American population has been so dumbed down and run down, stoned out and drugged out, and that they no longer can think clearly on anything. And that's the bulk of the population, which is exactly what the globalists wanted. They don't want an educated electorate. You know, back in the uh, slave days, they didn't want slaves to learn how to read. And in fact, slaves, if they got caught trying to be taught to read, sometimes they'd take them out back and shoot them or kill them or whip them because they wanted stupid, stupid people to be their slaves. And the same thing is true with the Roman Catholic Church. If you tried to read the Bible you know, before the Reformation, what would happen is if they caught you trying to read the Bible, which was in Latin, and, you're, and you actually read the Bible, it was forbidden for peasants to read the Bible, and they would kill you for doing that. Yes. And, and, and that's why Martin Luther had enough of it, you know, and, and he yelled out in Germany, yelled out genug, which means enough. He says, I'm not putting up with this anymore, and he, and he, and he nailed that stuff on the, on, the, on the castle there and said, look, we're not going to do this anymore. You guys are a bunch of liars. You're selling indulgences, which are basically get-out-of-hell free cards, trying to build your giant cathedrals. This whole thing is so corrupt, it's complete nonsense. You've lost the entire principle of what the Bible's taught. And, the, and that's what the Roman Catholic Church wanted. They wanted the feudal system because they got to put everybody in power. The, the, the Catholic Church is so wealthy and has so much power. And I'll, I'll always remember this. The people who carry the control of the Vatican fortune are the Rothschild banking cartels. They're the ones who invested it for them. So these are all three parts of the head of the snake, along with, with the you know, District of Columbia, the United States— the Vatican's, the Masonic Lodges, and the higher-ups in the Masonic Lodges know what's going on. And that's what's happening in the United States with all this satanic worship and this Druid worship. And we'll talk about that on one of your shows, too. We'll talk about the Druid worship, which started thousands and thousands of years ago with the Tower of Babel, and is carried all the way through to the Babylonian mystery religions.
0: You're right, Ted. We can certainly see a reemergence of these spirits of the ages. And as time gets darker, people have got to wake up to the only answer to all of this. Jesus Christ of Nazareth, plain and simple. Ted, thank you so much for coming on the show. It was very informative and fun.
1: Oh, Sheila, I loved doing your show. Thanks for having me back
0: on. Folks, that was Ted Brower from HealthMasters.com. HealthMasters.com. Do check out the best research products out there. Ted does his homework and takes all the guesswork out of it for you. And considering what we're up against, we need to be sure we are as healthy as possible Our bodies are the temple of God, and we need to take care of them. Great show tomorrow, Thursday, Nathan Leal and Steve Quayle Friday. Don't miss a great end to the week. Thank you all so much for tuning in tonight from across the globe. Good night, and God bless.